listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. Joining me tonight, we have a lifelong learner and single mother of two, Kyle Sandin. Yep. Two little blessings that are constantly reminding me I have a lot to learn. I haven't learned anything yet. That's that's really lovely and and good for you. Especially in the birth control department. (laughs) (laughs) We also... What is there to learn about birth control, Kyle? Apparently there's a lot, Brooks. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We also have a self-proclaimed curiosity butterfly, a man who soars on the wings of lifelong learning. Under Sealock. It's me. That means I have ADD. I just flit back and forth to all manner of nonsense. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to all of our ADD listeners. I wasn't going to say it. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it. I'll say it. And rounding out the group, we have a man who actually listened to the second season of Serial out of dedication to being a lifelong learner. Brooks Nickel. Uh, see, season two is actually really good of serial. Uh, season three is where they kind of lost me. Season three is kind of interesting. They start going in and out of like the Cleveland uh, court system. Um, What'd you learn from it? It gets pretty bizarre. Uh, I will save the lesson and experience firsthand for you. Um, but oh, season wow. two Cop out. of serial definitely, definitely give it a listen. Uh, I don't know how that was supposed to be funny at all, Josh. Serial uh, <laughs> is a great podcast. so you guys check it out (laughs) wonderful tonight's episode we have recently received just a deluge of fan emails containing fan questions fan suggestions and fan racial slurs so on this episode our listener questions (laughs) and we're going to review after party uh a new indie game by night school studios uh, that's available on the game pass but first a bit of news, Kyle. We're going to kick it off with you with uh, our favorite game to talk about on the podcast, Fallout seventy six. What's going on now? Just when you th- thought it couldn't get any more fun and better, they uh, somehow the fan base came up with a class system. <laughs> yeah, and so all of the now first to fuck you subscribers have created an. What do they call it here? An aristocracy? Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, that was like the arist- aristocracy. And uh, so now they just, they in their, they're in the lobbies acting like they're talking down to everybody. <laughs> like they're all peasants. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. I've got oh, a beard no. costume. You're just a lowly <laughs> apocalyptic <Is> this... asshole. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Fallout uh, 76, this giant flaming this... hunk of fucking garbage. Is going. They're just going to give up, and they're going to leave it to the fans. And the mm-hmm. fans are going to do this crazy shit with it, and then it's going to be heralded as this new kind of game that's never been done <laughs> yeah. before. And then Bethesda is going to swoop back in and be like, "And that was our plan the whole yeah. time." <laughs> yeah, social experiment. It's going to uh, yeah, fuck, dude. That's incredible. Ap- apocalyptic aristocracy is what they call themselves. I see. <laughs> Love it. This is the first news story we've covered that makes me want to hop back into the game because I feel like you could lead a real fun peasants' rebellion and just start butchering all the people. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Exactly. 
Oh God. Uh, Maybe it was uh, all planned. That's it, why it's yeah. 76. What? You're just you're just supposed to go in and, and redo the revolution. It, it sounded like that's why it started, is that these, these subscribers would be in these lobbies and all these people would start making fun of them. And so then they they formed this club <laughs> and just kinda like turned it around on them. That's incredible, dude. Uh, that makes me all, so happy. Can we all create the closest depiction of Mel Gibson in Braveheart yeah. on that game <laughs> to lead this peasant revolt. revolt. I think it'd be. Oh man! Yes, awesome. Uh, but anyways, uh, what a mess! Of, uh, <laughs> pe- peasant revolts, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never take our freedom. Uh, what's this what's is going first... on? What's going on in China? <laughs> This is my. This is the first news story that's come up that made me smile, like uh, properly, <laughs> properly chuckle. It makes me very happy. You go, <laughs> Shut apocalyptic up. aristocracy. It's so weird to me that China is setting all these regulations when so many companies are, are really trying to appeal to that market, and then on the other side of that, they have one of. I mean, they have several of the biggest video game companies in the world. I mean, they have Tencent, who has their fingers in almost every <laughs> other publisher. I mean, they work for. Yeah, their Call of Duty's good too. <laughs> I'll give them that. The Call of Duty mobile that Tencent's in, <laughs> is, I've been. I've been it is a lot of fun with it. And it's, um, it's a they did a great job with PUBG Mobile. They, I mean, they had that's primarily primarily their focus, but they also did that. Um, Rings of Elysium game, that PC game that was a battle royale. I mean, it's just weird. It, it's it's almost like they're they're cool with like making the drugs and exporting them, but they don't want their own people taking the drugs. <laughs> they're pushers, <laughs> takers. I don't want to get high on their own supply, kind of situation. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> oh crap! Do you, do you think we could get China on the podcast? No. Nothing else. Maybe be a sponsor sometime. That'd be good. China's <laughs> asshole guy. We'll have to change. It won't be a game <laughs> podcast anymore. It'll be something else entirely. It'll be called the same thing and have the same intros, but we'll just cover like <laughs> rice production. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Anti South Park propaganda. Do you think that there, I mean, <laughs> there is not like a direct way around this? That again? Well, just, I mean, as far as, like, yeah, beating the curfew. Yeah, uh, I mean, right now there will be, but, like, like uh, he had mentioned, like Josh had mentioned, they're going to get, they're making it where you're not supposed to use a fake name or anything. They'll, they're, it's just, it's going to create a black market for <clears throat> false identification to play online games and stuff. But uh, China's working on their social credit system and all mm-hmm. that. Like, they're going, they're going pretty full tilt into, the technology to control the population as the state sees fit. So you may be able to now, but it's going to get more and more difficult as it goes on. You know, it's fucking crazy that this is an issue anyways. And yeah, I think it's hilarious in a sad way that uh, people like Blizzard and all that, like you said, are, are bending to the whim of China when they're doing shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pretty constantly. And now it's, now it's, it it was just we want Hong, like somebody said they want Hong Kong to be able to have their own vote 
have be able to vote be democratic in some form or fashion and that was terrible but now it's directly affecting the game industry and it's silly you know i it makes you wonder what the thought process is is the thought process well there's a billion of them so even if you only get a small percentage of them they're still spending more mm-hmm. money than the west is so fuck it yeah. i don't give a shit give me your money you know it's just it's interesting to say the least hunter's angry corner <laughs> uh, he, he was at a he was at a six definitely yeah it could still hunter's be under the mildly anything above five on a scale to ten would be so he was like half he was like he was like <laughs> half a tom hardy angry um <laughs> today it's mildly well, irritating speaking of things are mildly irritating hunter why don't you tell us a little bit about a player who was recently banned from fortnite i'd love to uh so there's a character jarvis uh catry catry i can't pronounce his last name but he's from uh, he's in the phase clan and is a pretty popular uh 17 pretty popular fortnite streamer and he was banned now most of the uh the articles i've seen say he was banned for using uh cheating software like aimbot software but you read into it a little bit more and it looks like he was making a youtube video like demonstrating this aimbot software and talking about how it ruins the game and shit like that apparently but i can't find that video that's what his defense is but still epic banned him for life you know, uh, their code of conduct says they have a zero tolerance policy. So you're like, okay, fair enough, right? So she, he should probably catch some sort of repercussions. I, if it's true that he was demonstrated like he was, it seems kind of crazy that he would do that. Like that's where he makes his yeah. nut. I mean, he's 17, right? So that that seems like a bit of a strong phrase, but uh, that's that's where he's making his career. I mean, this this guy was set to be a a career gamer. You know, make some good money. Uh, off of it so it seems crazy to me that he would risk that for that Mm -hmm. but again he's 17 you know so even if it went just like he said it did he didn't mean anything necessarily by it he wasn't trying to use aimbots in a a a tournament or anything like that there should probably be repercussions for some form or fashion but a lifetime ban if that is the case seems pretty seems pretty brutal to me you know well and i think i think it, it almost like begs this division between are streamers supposed to be like talented at these games um or and personalities or do they can they just be personalities you know what i mean uh and i guess it depends on like if you're playing something competitive or not i think there's room for both uh, you know what i'm saying uh, i mean (laughs) i just there 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 is for sure uh but I, i would agree with you though hunter i don't i don't think that you can stream something like Fortnite and be cheating right. and expect like just to get off scot free. I don't know if like a lifetime ban is the thing or not. Uh, I do want to add though. I saw the first time I saw this. I can't remember what social media oh. platform it was on, but yeah. the article compared oh, him to Pete Rose, <laughs> and I thought that was just fucking hilarious. Oh wow! Uh, okay. <laughs> Jarvis Chartusery or Charcuterie, however you pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> oh god yeah that seems silly now if it if the actual line the actual deal was he was using this and even if he was just using it playing on a gen, uh, any day of the week and not even in a tournament and he's trying to sneakily use this shit and is streaming it like a dumbass then i i, I can lean farther to a more harsher punishment but you know i don't know that seems pretty a lifetime ban seems pretty brutal to me frankly 
Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Ed Boon, the guy, the game director of the oh, entire yeah. Mortal Kombat franchise, he pulled people on his Twitter like, what do you think the reaction should be if somebody's caught cheating playing a, a, a game? And and most people said there should be some punishment, but a, for a first-time offense, I think so I phrased it. And <clears throat> the majority of people said they thought there should be some punishment, but not a lifetime ban out of the gate. Well, the, yeah, he like, uh, there was thirty over thirty two thousand votes, thirty two thousand seven hundred votes. Thirty seven percent said three strikes for a ban for lifetime. Thirty seven percent said banned for a period of time, assume, presumably after one infraction. But twenty six percent of people still said immediately banned for life. Yeah, like that's sure. pretty cut down the middle. Still, you know, that yeah. still seems crazy. And to me. I think. Well, I think part of the criticism too of just Epic is that they have banned people for short periods of time for cheating in the past and didn't do a lifetime ban. I realize that their policy states zero tolerance, but I can't remember the name. It was, it was a duo. It was two people. They got banned probably about a year ago, and then they were let back in, and then they won like a Fortnite World Championship duo series, like these guys who had been banned from the game just a few months earlier. Um, so they they haven't held, kept like a, oh, a stable... Wow view on it and maybe that's what they're trying to set now because cheating definitely can ruin games we've seen that we've experienced it first in games we're playing and it makes it unfun it makes you not want to play it and that's really bad also for the developer because people aren't playing the game and their game dies their ability to continue to make revenue off of it goes away so i get making a serious approach to it for sure but that's but a lot of this stuff, it's mm-hmm. it leaves so much room for interpretation from the developer. Like, well, we have a zero life, a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. Okay, well, what does that mean? Like, that can mean anything. And so you don't know what's going to happen to people, and you get too harsh mm-hmm. punishments punishments on some, and no punishments for other stuff. You know, it's and they're written that way by lawyers for a reason. So it's they're they can be loosely translated to mean whatever the fuck you want them to mean. But uh, it it. it it kind of comes down to does how much power do the players should the players have over developers specifically like these streamers these people that are pushing their pushing the game forward you know uh, that are bringing in more revenue than just yeah. somebody like me that's just going to buy the game and play it you know uh, can the developer just come in and steamroll you should they be able to come in and steamroll you over some weedly phrasing in their code of conduct. Maybe they should. I don't know, but I think that's what it kind of comes down to. Yeah. And I, I think ultimately, like, my view of it is he's a kid. Like, he's an idiot. I was an idiot when I was still an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to have a lapse in judgment. Like, he shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can understand with the pressure of somebody who's trying to put out a YouTube video every day or something where you're trying to mix it up and create something where you get decent viewership. You can understand why people do dumb shit in the videos or have these stupid premises because they're trying to engage an audience. They're trying to mix it up. They're trying to stand out. Um, and that was just a lapse in judgment. And should he be punished? I think sure. You know, but I think like anything over like a ninety-day ban or something for this type of offense is kind of silly. Like, I, I yeah, for a first like, offense, anything over that, I agree, seems excessive. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to stifle content. It just stifles content creators, you know, because the next guy is going to be like, well, fuck, <laughs> I'm not even coming close to oh, any yeah. of this shit. I'm just going to stick to my lane. And, you know, at what point is it going to be detrimental to the uh, the creativity of the rest of the creators, you know, the rest of the players? Well, I don't know. 
this kid gets banned for life. But <laughs> Bioware doesn't get banned. And he gets banned for cheating. And they've arguably <laughs> cheated us out of money, <laughs> out of our hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. For a company that was once so great. And now it's just... <laughs> yeah. it, well, it's some ashes. developers do get banned get banned from life. Xavient's no more. They've been banned from existence. Well, I wasn't even a fan of the colony. Watch I your fucking mouth, sir. Right now, so... <laughs> That's what I, I'm, I'm saying. I haven't. I I wasn't a huge fan of calling. Uh, I didn't play it much, but I would take Xavier back. Okay. and get rid then of Bioware right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're in agreement. Then I take that Fair opportunity. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm glad we're good. I'm glad we're good. I'm glad we're good. Uh, no. So Anthem is testing more seasonal content. Um, so this article is fairly short. I'm just going to read it. Uh, these two paragraphs because I can't do it any better than they did at Forbes. (laughs) Um, So here we go. Anthem, the seemingly immortal loot shooter, is not done making content yet, though what Bioware is currently producing for the game appears to be a dramatically scaled back version of their original intentions. A few weeks ago, Bioware head of live services, Chad Robertson, wrote an article that said that Anthem was abandoning its act structure in favor of making seasonal content instead. Robertson (laughs) has since left Bioware completely, but the concept of Anthem seasonal content lives on under I actually have no idea who is running Anthem right now. But someone is making stuff. First we had a Halloween based event with Season of the Skulls that included modified enemies and reworking of the Cataclysm into something spookier. Now the PTS is live with a new winter themed event, Ice Tide. So far there appear to be three main components of the Ice Tide. Um, so you get a (laughs) snow map, time trials and stronghold challenges, uh, which cool content, uh, the stuff that they had released before, uh, uh, looked into it a little bit. Um, it was three events, uh, or or three new events that took part in this echoes of reality. Um, they changed the currency and then you could do those three events on the map in any order. And then there was a boss showdown. Um, I like, okay, it's great. They still haven't changed yeah. <laughs> what makes game awful. <laughs> um, so they can they can miss me with that. And and I might go back and try some of the content. Uh, but another thing here is is just just the headline in this article. Anthem is testing more seasonal content, a snow map, yeah. and Superman sixty four rings. Now, I don't know if any of you guys are aware of Superman sixty four for Nintendo sixty four. Uh, but in a it, in a lot of lists on the internet, uh, it is one of the worst games of all time. So that makes sense. <laughs> you probably don't ever want to be compared oh, to it in any way, shape. That or plays form. though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's just new management. <laughs> cool, con- cool content. But yeah, the time trials, like he's mentioning, it it is just flying through rings, like Superman sixty four, or like pilot wings, or anything like like it is like the oldest fucking. <laughs> Yeah. Throwback oh, to man. early video games when it was just like, uh, what can we make them do? We're gonna let them fly, but we kind of want to keep them on somewhat of a rail. Uh, just put rings that they have together. You know what I mean? Like, right. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that's really. about it for Anthem. Um, you know the the only thing that I would ever realistically play Anthem for again is uh, to resurrect. 
you know, my old show. Oh, Brooks, I've got a real treat for you, bro. <laughs> Perfect. This week, oh, we've received treat. so many emails. Boy, oh, 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 fans oh, oh, oh. asking questions, and we had <laughs> one email from a fan, not only of this podcast, but of your previous show, Hit Them After Dark. And oh, you answered God. relationship questions <laughs> while playing Anthem. Just real sultry stuff. And and I've got a question here, Brooks, for you. Um, from mm-hmm. River Meat 420 from Biloxi, Mississippi. He writes, hey, Brooks, my girlfriend wants mm. to mix it up by incorporating food into the bedroom. She loves it when I eat a twice-baked potato from the cradle betwixt her breasts. Do you have any suggestions for what food I should incorporate and off which part of female anatomy I should eat it from? Boy. Loaded. Yeah. Um, absolutely, absolutely. I uh, I remember you, River Meat 420. Uh, <laughs> we've, uh, we've had correspondence before. Um, so I see you're not taking the advice I gave you last time. Um, just for, for everybody out there that's uh, not familiar with the conversation that I've had with River Meat 420 before, uh, I told them there was a way you can go in the bedroom, and it's the same advice that I'm going to give you again. When it comes to incorporating food, you can go oh. trashy or you can go classy. <laughs> now, I suggested that he go classy um, with, you know, maybe <laughs> a walnut from a small of Uh, you know, maybe some pomegranate kernels <laughs> off the nape of the neck. Uh, but 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 you want to be sensual and classy with it, uh, river meat. And you went with a twice baked potato from the cradle betwixt her breasts, and that's just—I mean, that's that's fair food. No, you take twice it to a nice French restaurant. Things. Uh, so again, um, heed my advice. Keep it classy. Uh, Excellent. And get back on the right oh God, path. You're an American classic. Thank you. If you don't mind me putting it, I think you could probably use a little some proteins to go with those starches. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good getting point. From the tice to pig. So you might add in some some meat, you know, like a name mentions. Oh. So. Maybe a good little side dish to go with that. You know, some greens. Got to get your veggies. What's the most? What's the classiest meat? Mm. Animal catfish, pheasant. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. that a pair. It's a grilled or fried though. <laughs> grilled is classy. <laughs> fried is trashy. Brooks is leaving. Pretty soon you're. Your order, your entire <laughs> entree. Now don't add the hush puppies in. That's too far. Truck stop diner. Oh, God. What have we become? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hush <laughs> puppies are in play. You've gone too far. Oh, um, my. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd also like to add uh, to River Meat 420 before I sign off here <laughs> that introducing anything in the bedroom can be fun. And a great way to spice up your love life, but you should always be consensual with your partner. That's a good note. There we go. Perfect. Good mm-hmm. note. 
Mm-hmm. Randy Pitchford. Well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we had some other questions and uh, stuff as well. There was one for you, Hunter. Uh, this is from a theater whiz sixty nine. Hate that guy from Toluca Lake. Well, I, I think he respects you. Oh, that's Respect good. Respect people left on the planet. Respect. <laughs> Come on, I take right. that back, Theater Wiz. As a patriot like yourself, I've grown increasingly paranoid that video games are trying to make me a communist. Hmm. Minecraft in particular. <laughs> Today I found myself at a farmer's market bartering some potatoes for a diamond pickaxe. How can I game without fear of being seduced by communist propaganda? Theater with 69. Um, the short answer is propaganda is everywhere and the communists are coming for you. Uh, but between here and there, well, that seems like a pretty good deal. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. A couple of potatoes for a diamond pickaxe, maybe relax a little bit, unless you're on the backside of that trade. In which case, I would just go full anarchist and just take what you want and Fight the state. Are they, are but, they twice you know, baked potatoes? That's just me. Then you're really getting a good deal going right there. Mm, that's a fair question. Do we have that information, Josh? Was that in- included? No. We'll to- it was not included. You did not specify. I'm, I'm assuming these are, are raw russets, <laughs> but I, I was <laughs> taking a leap. Well, I don't know what to tell you. The The propaganda is everywhere, and you just, you just you just have to remain vigilant. That's all. I wonder if he's bartering potatoes for diamond pickaxes in the game or in real life. Because if it's real life, this guy might. Another better, another good question, man. We need another response from this person. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll reach out to him again uh, for Sweet. clarification. Sweet. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You just just remain vigilant, Theater Wiz sixty nine. So we... I'm right there with you. And uh, <laughs> we have, have another question here. This one's from right. Kyle. Kyle, this is from. Arizona from Zona, Arizona. Oh no! Uh, She writes. Kyle thinks women are smart and just as funny as men. Do you think the show will ever change its scoring system from Tom Hardy's to Kyle Sandin's? Well, I appreciate the genuineness of that statement, Mizona. I don't think that is a very smart statement because Tom Hardy is. Very hard man to to stand next to. He's. I don't think my name is anything close to Tom Hardy in the scale, but I do, however, think my name could replace the Val Kilmer's on the scale. I think that's okay. I'm with you, dude. I stand with you, Kyle. Tim. Oh yeah. Now, Kyle did. Kyle, did you did you write this email? No. <laughs> That's not my online alias, Mazzola. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just everything seems kind of, just... kind of suspect. About, I mean, but I, we, women we'll are over it. We'll gloss over it. I, I, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, we all agree. Well, it sounds well, like you're. Um, being a contrarian to that <laughs> seemed oddly specific, and if my memory doesn't fail me here, it seems like you uh, you dated a woman by this name and may continue to be dating. That's right. Nope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, oh shit! Whew, boy's getting uh, hot. Let's my man over here. 
Kyle. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> Did you know that uh, they're releasing a new Halo game? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> yep. It's brand Halo new. Six? Wasn't it like Halo 6 or something? Uh, it's called Halo Infinite. Oh, well, they just they went all out on that one, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> that was the fucking one. Yep, sure did, bud. Good for them. <clears throat> yeah, fun. Uh, speaking of <laughs> to hell, this week's game is After Party, which is set in the fiery pits of hell. It is a side-scrolling indie game uh, from the same people that made Oxen Free. A Leisure Suit Larry, right? It's a Leisure Suit Larry sequel. Hey, <laughs> a different. The main. I wish. Oh, it's a different after. My apologies. Carry <laughs> on. Oh, yeah, shit. and so in this game, it starts off. You're you're like at a end of like a college graduation party type deal. You're drinking a lot. You're talking to people. You're giving each other grief. And then all of a sudden, it's like a light switch gets hit and everybody at the party is dead around you. And like demons kind of walk in and start laughing. And then the background of the party falls over and you're at like a bar in hell. <laughs> yeah, the hell light and switch. You, oh, is, okay. you, have, you have died very recently. You are in hell. You don't know how you died. And now you're getting processed. And so you go, and in this world, hell is like very much like our own world. People are working their jobs. I think one of the guys that's processing you says, you know, you try, you know, he's like, it's it's horrifying to be whipped for 10 hours, but you try being the guy on the other end of the cat and nine tails swinging the thing for 10 hours and you're going to want to break too. And so like the whole game is well, like demons and people <laughs> bars and at concerts and like after work is over uh, after the torture is done for the day on your free kind time of thing. And I'm uh, familiar. On your free time and hell. Mm. Um, and it's like the color palette is very like neon 1980s kind of look that's been very popular uh, probably for the last three or four years in game design, color palette type stuff. It is pretty limited on just the actions that you do. There's some mini games, but it's mostly like a story-driven experience. Um, and it, it is pretty funny, and it, it brings up some really good points in the game of, like, what is, like, actually being a good person. <laughs> I, I think there's a part toward the beginning. It's, like, the first time you meet Satan, and they're like, why are we here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what did you do to deserve better? Oh, <laughs> damn. Philosophical like, after party. What the fuck is this? You know, like, I have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's some moments that are, like, it kind of lifts that veil and, and asks me questions. But I think one of my favorite moments in the game, toward the beginning, you fall and you're, like, you're about to get aside your torture or whatever. And uh, the guy goes, we fucking died? And God is real? <laughs> like, like, oh, man. <laughs> the luck. Um, gambling against that and, and the way they were living and stuff. But I, I think ultimately it's, it's a pretty solid game, pretty fun. I I think this is something you would just probably play through once and 
I would imagine I haven't quite finished it. I feel like I've put a pretty good dent. I would imagine it's probably like a six to ten hour game, probably. Game Pass by chance? It is on Game Pass. Right on. So you can oh, play that one sweet. for price your subscription. Uh, yeah, they've added a lot of good indie games over the next couple weeks. You might try to touch on a few of those. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, might I remind you, this is a Christian podcast, and I don't know if some of our more Christian oh. viewers are going to like this uh, this game about hell being broadcast on here. Should we, should we scrub this part of the episode? I don't. I just. I don't like these labels. Mm. Dying. Like we should bottle ourselves up. The devil? Ugh. Mm. I, mean, I don't think I'm going to be playing this because of my Christian values. Brooks was talking about almonds from the small of a lady's bag. Walnuts. Okay. Oh, walnuts. Yeah, the walnuts are very Christian. Oh. I'm sure. <laughs> lady, he meant your wife devoted and loving. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, a walnut is more Christian than an almond because you can't milk right. a walnut. Almond pairs well with chocolate. And chocolate's pretty sinful, so I don't know about that. Yeah. Fair, fair judgment. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> I think that wraps our episode, boys. Let's end this one as we end every episode by telling the good folks at home what's in the box. Brooks, what we got this week? So we got another question, another email, another oh, correspondence. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so this one is, uh, it's for you, Josh. Oh, oh okay. So uh, Amanda Mander um, from Tallahassee <laughs> writes, okay. hey, Amanda. Dear Josh, worst blowjob ever. You owe me $6. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> uh Some elaboration, please. Um, I'm sorry. Nyquil and pain pills. Oh. I think it's fair to say, you know, what happens in Florida.